Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm so glad that you are here with me on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you are having a fabulous day and that your 2020 has started off the way that you want and more. So today I am beginning sort of a mini series on some of the things that we can do to focus on being present. Um, Over the next few weeks, I'm going to have some guest speakers that are going to help us hone in a little bit more on this subject, explaining really what it is, but more importantly, uh, tips and strategies that can help us practice our mindfulness, literally learning how to get a reset for ourselves, and harnessing the power of the present, because this is something that I believe so many of us might know on a logical level, and we might talk about it, but when it really comes down to actually doing it, it really is a practice. And when it comes to a practice of just about anything, not only do we need a strategy, but we need easy step-by-step instructions for the most part that we can follow uh, easily and repeatedly on the regular. Um, Because we all know that when we do things regularly, it's a whole lot easier to make it part of our lifestyle. So that's what really is going to be our focus today. So today I want to dive into the whole concept of the power of being present. And before I do that, I want to just touch for a minute on what we know is everyday life and the reality of everyday life, how busy everything really is. Everything seems to be moving a mile, miles per minute, it seems like. We've really sort of become accustomed to getting things really quickly. We think that when we start something, we think that it should happen almost right away. And we think this because this is what we see other people doing. We see this in social media. We see it on the news. We see it online. And then we wonder when we don't get the results we want, what's wrong with us. And really what it comes down to is, is what we choose to do every day, what our actions are every day, and are, are the actions that we're taking, are we being mindful about that? So I want to, before we go into being present, I want to loop in a topic here that is one that I find myself consistently working on, and that's the theory of multitasking. And I know a lot of you out there listening do this practice probably more than you want to admit. Um, But if you're anything like the way I used to be, and in full transparency, the way I still struggle to some degree, is I still, there's a part of me that wants to believe the more I try to do, the more I'm going to get done. Okay. And I think if we're all really honest with ourselves, we all think that to some degree. Um, And this is the theory of multitasking, the theory that if we start one thing and we sort of try to keep a window open on something else, and then maybe uh, we can get up and take a break and go accomplish something really quick because we rationalize in our mind, it's only going to take a few minutes. I'm going to go flip the laundry real quick. I'm going to go check my email real quick. I'm going to go ahead and put that necessary letter next to my bag so I don't forget it. These types of things. All these types of things are are diversions in our mind, and they start to literally take the energy out of our sails that help us move forward with the things that are most important in our day. And this is what multitasking does. Uh, We tend to think that, well, if I try to do all these things at once, I'll get more done. And the reality is, is the more different places that your energy goes, the less you actually get done. And this is something that I find myself still learning as an adult. And for years, I tried to convince myself that this is the way, the best way that I could work. I really didn't feel like I could get much done unless my plate was completely full, my day was completely stacked out, and my calendar was completely booked literally hour by hour, half hour by half hour, because we think that if we do that, we're being productive. And the reality is, is that we're really not. 
we're really just allowing ourselves to get overscheduled when it comes down to it. And that's what multitasking does. When we repeat that over and over again, we just teach ourselves that this is the, the only way that we can do things. And while on the other hand, even though we know this probably isn't the best practice, on the other hand, it's not always easy to change it, at least at the drop of a hat. So we have to start with the simple, small steps. So that's what I want to go to today is kind of get us started off. And then my, like I said, the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have some guest speakers that are going to help us hone in a little bit more on this subject so that we can really make it part of our everyday self-care practice. Um, Because I don't think many of us realize how important being present really is. Maybe we know logically that it's important and intellectually we know it's important. But when it comes down to actually practicing it and letting it weave into every aspect of our life, I think a lot of us are very unaware of the power that we hold within ourselves and how we hold ourselves back from that. So let's go ahead and get started. We think that some, I first want to start off with, we think when we need peace and quiet, we have to leave our current environment. We have to go away somewhere. We have to go be involved in something. Maybe it's take a vacation. Maybe it's get out of town. Maybe it's get out of the house. Whatever your vocabulary is, whatever you tell yourself. We think that we need to literally get away to find peace and calm. And to some degree, that's true because there's nothing like getting away from your current environment to give you a true reset. And this is something that we do on our retreats and you've heard me talk about. And you'll probably hear me talk about more on future episodes. But we think that what we need to do is literally get away to find that peace and quiet. Well, what if I told you that with some simple, easy steps that we can practice regularly, that you can literally learn to get peace and quiet right where you are. And that's what the power of being present actually does. I want you to think of the power of being present as like your own personal oasis. And I know a lot of you out there probably have a favorite vacation spot where you like to go, or maybe you have a spot in your home, maybe it's in your yard, maybe it's somewhere locally that you like to go and just connect to nature and just feel the peace and the calm, just, just envelope all around you. And when you learn to practice techniques of being present in the moment, wherever you are, you can literally create your own personal peaceful environment. And that's really what we're talking about today. So what does that actually look like? Okay, a peaceful environment might be where you don't sense or feel the phone ringing every single minute or a message popping into your inbox every minute or a colleague knocking on your door and needing your help or something else happening around your house to divert your attention. That's what a peaceful environment is when we don't allow those things to literally seep in and take over our day. Now, you may be sitting there thinking, well, that's all great, Allison. That's all well and good. But I have a really busy job and I have a family that depends on me and I have animals that depend on me. And it's just not that simple. And I'm here to tell you, it can be that simple, that the only thing that's standing in your way is you. And it's not your fault. It is not your fault. We are conditioned to do things a certain way. And when we find success doing things that way, we want to continue doing that. We are resistant to change as human beings. We find change to be not only difficult, but flat out inconvenient, to be honest with you. You know, we've since it's uneasy. It's not familiar. It's, well, I don't have time for this right now. I'll do it later. When really what you're telling your mind is that it's not important for you to make this change, that it's going to take too much time and that you have quote unquote, better things to do with your time than to mess with something like that right now. And the way most of us live, that's an easy story to sell ourselves. And remember what I told you several weeks ago, 
what we do often is what we get really good at. And if we get really good at multitasking, if we get really good at telling ourselves that story, then guess what? We're going to get really good at doing that because we do it over and over again and it becomes a habit. And the more we do it, the more we teach ourselves that this is the, not just the way to do it, but it's the only way to do it. So we want to try to unwind that narrative. It's a brand new year. It's a perfect time to try to implement some changes like this in your life on the regular, not just when it's convenient, not when you have time, not when you have a day off, not when you're on vacation, but every single day. Why should any day be different from the next day? Why should any day you not be able to harness the power of being present as your own personal oasis every day that's available to you if you allow it to be? Um, just with some simple steps and learning how we think and how we practice, we can make this part of our regular everyday routine. Okay. So I'm going to start off by just saying too that most problems that we face every day are in our minds. Now I'm not trying to tell you that what the reality that you're living now isn't real because for a lot of us, it's very real. It's what we do every day. We get up, we go to work. Or if we don't work, there are other things that we do during the day. Maybe we have family demands. Maybe we have an ailing family member or an aging parent. Maybe we have a sick child. Maybe we have um, an aging relative. Um, you know, maybe there are other things that just simply take our energy during the day that we know no matter what we do, it's always going to be there. And I'm not suggesting that it not be there. But what I am suggesting is, is that we have a good, strong strategy to help harness the power that's within us so that we can find those peaceful moments when we need to. Most daily problems that we think of are in our minds. And the things that I just mentioned to you are what I like to call external forces. These are the things that are always there no matter what. You know, it's kind of like my mom used to tell me growing up, you know, there are always going to be bills, there's always going to be death, and there's always going to be taxes, right? These are things that we can't really escape. These are just part of our reality. But we, what I like to call these are external forces. These are things that try to divert our attention away and stay front and center. And that's a decision that we make in our mind. And the reason why we don't think of it that way as a decision is, is that we've gotten so good at doing it. We've gotten so good at diverting our attention when something comes up that we tell ourselves we have to take care of it right away, that we can't wait, that it can't wait till the end of the day, that it can't be done different, that it has to be handled in that moment. And all that is, is our mind reacting to the problem. That's our mind reacting to those external forces is, oh my gosh, I've got to answer this message. Oh my gosh, I've got a voicemail from this person and I've been waiting to hear from her. I need to go ahead and take this. Oh my gosh, I have this that I have to do by the end of the day because I said I would. Those are external forces, but that's also our mind making the decision to go there right away. So the first thing I'm going to advise you to do on learning to harness your own power is to focus on one thing, and it's only you and that task, okay? It's only you and that task in that moment. So I would recommend getting out of your email, turn your phone off or put it on silent so that you don't hear the notifications come up, get out of all your social media. You know, whatever you set a timer, if that's what you feel like you need to do to really stay focused, but make that one, you and that one task, the only thing where your mind is going. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that things are going to try to take your attention away because they will, you know, it's kind of like when we make a commitment to ourselves and we say we're going to do something, there are almost always going to be things that happen in our lives that challenge the sincerity of our decision. Am I right? 
yes, I think I am right because I have that same problem too. There are always going to be things that try to take our attention away. And in that moment, we have a choice as to whether or not we want to challenge ourselves and say, I'm not going to let this happen to me. Or we say, I better go ahead and take care of this because I don't want to deal with it the rest of the day. That is a mindset that you are choosing to have and a mindset you're choosing to hold on to. Focus on one thing, and it's only that one thing that is takes 100% of your attention in that moment, okay? Being present and allowing ourselves to get really good at doing this, okay? And the first few times you do it, you're going to feel like you absolutely don't know what you're doing. But I can promise you that if you give yourself permission to practice, that being present allows us to handle any problem that comes our way, any problem. And everything else will literally just fade away in that moment. And that's our goal. That's what we want, okay? Most people might know this, like I said, and they might practice a little bit, but they don't really commit to practicing it. And that is the key to getting it to work for you, is commit to yourself that you will learn to be present fully. And the only way to do that every day is to practice it. And maybe the best way to start for you is to start with that one task. Maybe it's the most important thing that you know you need to do that day. Focus on that first. And when you hear those external forces come in and try to take your attention away, close your eyes in that moment and remind yourself of what your task is. Pay attention to every aspect of what that actually feels like in your body. Where do you find, what, what do you, what is it, how does it make you feel in your body? Okay. Do you notice certain things that are going on around you? Do you notice that certain things tend to happen um, when you're trying to really focus on that one thing, but be very, very aware of every single aspect of what's happening in that moment, because what we're trying to do is train our minds that that's the norm. And just like anything else to be successful at, you have to commit to practicing. So pay attention to every aspect of what you're doing. Not only will this help you have a clearer focus, but it will help, it will help learn, it will help teach you rather to think more clearly. So if you find yourself thinking, I just can't think straight, I just can't hear myself think, that's your mind telling you that all these other things are going on and your mind wants you to go there. And just like anything else, you have to learn to try to do that different. Okay. So you'll find that that's going to be the case, but you have to remind yourself to come back to where you are. And it might take a few times, but when you feel that happening, remind yourself to come back because whatever it is, it will wait. The other thing that you can do in this moment is what helps me always is to learn to find the joy in it. I'm not saying find the joy in the struggle, but at the end of the day, there always is something to be grateful for. And there always is finding joy in what challenges you because it, it ultimately helps strengthen our resolve and it helps make us a better person because we can, we can really learn to develop confidence on our own ability that we can learn to really focus. Okay. Um, tip number two is give yourself some type of what I like to call a mindfulness bell. And this might be setting a timer. This might be some other kind of signal. Maybe it's setting a reminder on your phone. Maybe it's a certain, um, Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a certain song, maybe it's a certain mantra of some type. YouTube is full of these where you can learn to play something in the background that really helps you focus. Um, India Abraham Hicks has some fantastic mindfulness 
um, mantras. You can Google her on YouTube and you can find some of these will literally help you zone in with your thoughts. So I would highly recommend that you maybe search for something along those lines, but set yourself a mindfulness spell. A colleague of mine says she uses stoplights when she's driving as a mindfulness spell. And she says every time she gets to a stoplight, she checks in with herself because by that point, depending on how far apart stoplights are, she might find her mind starting to wander a little bit. So find one that works for you because that's your cue to clue back in as to what's happening just in that moment, just in that one particular moment. Okay. You know, notice, learn to notice everything around you that's happening. Okay. Tip number three, and I've pretty much already gone into this, is single task your day, okay? Or if you have more than, say, two or three things to do, then do them very slowly, okay? And be very intentional about where your time goes. You know, allow yourself a small block of time to check your messages, maybe at the beginning of the day or at lunchtime or at the end of your day. But if you find yourself consistently going and checking your emails often, all you're doing is you're allowing your energy to just seep out you know, pretty much it will. And that's an external force that you can control if you commit and make the decision to do that. Okay. So single task your day, and it will feel like a foreign concept to you, I'm sure when you start, but when you get used to practicing it, it becomes more regular, more natural, and with the goal of it becoming more of a habit for you. Okay. And then tip number four, and I pretty much already alluded to this, but I'm going to explain it one more time is to really minimize what you let in. Okay. I mean, ask yourself in this moment, does this absolutely have to be taken care of? The pro the reason why we sold ourselves that story and why we get so good at doing that is, is that we literally believe that it has to be handled in that moment. I have a client who bless his heart. Every time his phone rings, when we're together, he has to go check it. And that's a mindset. That's a decision that you make. That's a decision that you tell yourself that it has to get done. And sometimes when I ask him, that can wait until we're done. His first decision, his first remark sometimes is, well, I'm expecting this call. And I'm like, well, that call will still be there when we're done. You're just telling yourself that that's more important. And what that comes down to at the end of the day is you're just telling yourself that everything else is more important than you. And that's a mindset as well. So what I'm asking you to do since it's January and it's 2020 and everybody's talking about goals and, and plans for the year. And since we're focusing this month on letting you harness one of the greatest powers that you have within you, I'm telling you to get over it. I'm telling you to make the decision now that you are important. And no matter what is going on in your life, that none of that should take precedence over what is best for you. Because when you take care of yourself and you learn to harness all the powers that are within you, then everything else in your life, it doesn't become easier, but it becomes easier to deal with. And that's how we up-level in our lives. We up-level in our relationships. We up-level in our conversations and our ambitions and the decisions that we make and really the way that our life looks for us. Okay, the buck stops with us at the end of the day is what I'm saying. So if you find yourself saying, I have to go do this right now, ask yourself, is it really that important? Because most of the time it's not. Most of the time, it can wait. Now, there are very few circumstances where that is not the case. But granted, emergencies are called emergencies because they don't happen that often. And if you find yourself having emergencies all the time, then I'm asking you to check in with yourself because that's a mindset too. And that's a decision that you make and that you've convinced yourself that that's your reality. 
And if you want to change it, the good news is, is you can change it. But you have to start by being present. You have to start by being present. And that starts with single tasking, literally blocking everything out and getting really up close and personal with what is happening with you in that moment. What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What is the reality of what's around you in this moment that has gotten you to where you are? You have to give yourself time to do this every day if you want to make it part of a practice for yourself that becomes real. And this is what self-care is. It is a journey. It's not something that we make a decision to do in a day and we master in a day. It's something that we have to continually practice. But just like anything else in life that, that is worth having, it does not come easy, but it is a game changer when we get it to work for us. And I can tell you right here on this show this year, that is a top priority. Because my priority is to serve you at my highest level. And so I am encouraging you to make yourself a priority, learn to be present, and check in with yourself every day. Decide what your mindfulness bell is going to be and manage what you let in. Manage what you let in every day. Okay? So I hope this has been helpful for you today. I always love being with you every week. Um, and talking about the various different aspects of self-care. If there is something that you would like to see me cover, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook, or you can head to my website at cufitness.com and just click on Contact Us. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. And as always, I'm always inviting you to join us in my private community on Facebook, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Please head over and find me there and join us there because we talk about all kinds of aspects of self-care, fitness and self-care, really every single week. So I hope you have a fabulous day and a fabulous rest of your week, and I will look forward to being with you next time. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.